0: Waking Babe with B Mo is where you ought to be, ought to be. Smoking with your boy, starting now, now. Shame! Got your own change. All I wanted to shame same. hurt hey, me. Honestly, smoking with your boy is where you wanna be. Wanna be. Wake and bake the B starting now, right now. Same on Wake and Bake with B Yeah. What's up, big dog? Huh? Good morning. Make sure we're saying good morning to the lady at the house. (laughs) Do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. Hey, hey, anniversary. Mm. Tomorrow we'll come. We'll smoke another blunt. It's our anniversary. Da-dum-dum. Anniversary. Da-dum-dum. The gas is all here. It's time to. um. Shit. Spread
1: cheer. Spread
0: cheer. <laughs> it's our anniversary. <laughs> anniversary. It's our anniversary. Yeah. Woo. On wake and bake with mo Yeah, I could just sing all morning, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. Mm. Keep your body burning in flames. All oh, I wanna say. Smoking with y'all folks is where I want to be. I want to be. Oh, I thought she was going to hit me with that. <laughs> we can bake with BMO. Starting now. Starting now. That's right, baby. Good morning, good morning. Evelyn Champagne King. <laughs> Champagne is in quotation marks just to know she's classy, okay? Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the show. We got me and Saint whipping up some biscuits for the occasion. Y'all popping the bean. A fire ass year of uh, uh, mornings with y'all. Appreciate you.
1: Thanks, Rochelle.
0: Oh, this is Ben. This is (laughs) Ben. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You know what I'm saying? I can sing a little something, something. The lady of the house is here. She's still with me a year later. Can y'all believe that? (laughs) Woo! <laughs> 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 Woo! not do 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 to do Tomorrow has come Let's smoke us do do <laughs> It's our anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Woo. All right, it's y'all. The huh? Yeah. From yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. You know. You know. Yeah is my favorite word. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's your ad lib. That's yeah, my favorite ad lib. Y'all know I can't sing for real, so I only got one ad lib. Yeah. <laughs> And if you ever hear that on the track and I ain't getting no credit on the track, call me, okay? Uh, call me. I got lawyers for the situation. Of course, oh that's right. Today is Luther Vandross's uh damn. birthday, death day, I don't know. But shout out to Luther Vandross. We're I did see before I uh I didn't see before I jumped on that the, the Google team has decided to make the the Google image of the day is Luther Vandross. Mm. Man, Luther Vandross, what a voice. Mm. One of a kind.
1: Like one velvet. of a kind. Hmm? It's like
0: velvet. Like velvet. And we, I, on, on the show before, we talked about the perfection of Whitney Houston,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how like her voice is perfect. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just perfect. And although this is Luther, Luther, Luther Vandross' is, is death day, Luther Vandross is a nine out of ten. Nine? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard him miss a note though. <laughs> it's not that he missed a note. See, it's the thing. Here's the thing, and this is a warning to all you geniuses out there. Here's the thing. Luther would do too much from time no. to time. What's wrong with that? Hey, look, hey, hey, look, 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 look. Back in the late, in the late 1900s, when you had to record your music on actual uh physical mediums, you had to leave it on the track. Okay? Oh yeah. You didn't have a there was no get, chance to be cool now. And shot. then leave it later. No, 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 not start that no, 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 I no, no, I no, 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 I no, no, I'm wrong right. what <laughs> I, are you apologize. Doing? I, I apologize I apologize I was wrong that. <laughs> I was wrong you're right you're right you're right y'all right I'm wrong my bad my bad my bad good
1: morning Danny, good rappers. morning
0: Good morning, uh, uh, Happy Jordan. Birthday, Good morning. Danny. Oh, that is your best right It was your birthday. Scroll up. Whoops, we got in the house. We got my man Q in the house, Natalie in the house. We got all the wake and bake with Bemo Night's finest tonight. They showed up today because. Do I got to sing the bass line first? Yes. <laughs> do, 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 do. It's our anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Victoria. Good morning, oh man. Victoria. It's a wonderful time and then of course Thanks, Danny. To all the all the real niggas out there. What's up? Happy 420 to you. Okay. Of course. It's a holiday, it's a holiday for, for everybody. <laughs> it's a holiday for everybody. Happy, <laughs> happy 420 to you, brother and sister. Okay. I hope you stay smacked. If, if you, can, you smoke, huh? I was
1: going to say, if you can, roll up a blunt <laughs> Roll up
0: a blunt with your boy. I'm, I'm grinding right now. But I'll tell you this right now. I said this before and I said it a thousand times. What? I'm the best roller within a 100 mile radius.
1: Ah, uh, 100 miles. The 100 mile radius. I think you need to have a roll off with all the real niggas. and but like that...
0: Maybe this will be one of the uh, activities that the inaugural wake up bake will be more live than I've been promising for six months. But it's coming, goddammit. it! <laughs> and
1: it has to be timed.
0: Huh? Oh, wow! Well, you know I'm not a very good timed blunt roller. <laughs> That's you know, only you sometimes get it, I do get distracted. <laughs> but I, won't. if I was just to
1: focus, yeah. If only I had the tray in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got it. I got it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I really, I truly believe that I am, I am the best roller in a hundred mile radius. you
1: hmm. Well, your your rolls are like.
0: Was that a challenge?
1: No, no. Oh, okay. I'm not challenging okay. I'm you. Ready, I'm, just saying, I'm, like, I'm just saying, like, stay strapped. I'm gonna say your rolls are very tight, like, like a commercial pre-roll or something. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm like, you remember John Henry when he was facing the machine? Remember they was it was <laughs> John Henry with a hammer on one side, <laughs> yeah. and it was a machine that was trying to bulk go through the mountain. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: right. I'm John Henry. Okay, my heart gonna give oh, out. Okay. All right, because I'm a black man in America. Okay, so I can't, I'm not gonna make it long. What? But. Perfection takes patience. You're right, baby. What's up? What's up, Jerry? Huh? We got the one and only Freddie B. Good morning. I tell you, this mm-hmm. is this is the Hall of Fame Wake and Bake Well, BMO Night showed up this morning. Uh, BMO pre-rolls? Oh, that's a good... Mm. I like that word. It's a special show today. You're right, dog. Yeah. You done missed it, dog. It's our anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> excuse i i apologize to all the people with perfect pitch right now i know i'm missing that note but that's the best i got god damn it shit What my papers at all right there are a few things we want to uh a few things we want to talk about this morning on the show as i flip back to the menu uh today we want to talk about braves braids waves and the eurocentric gaze no Dr. Seuss, <laughs> uh, I want to talk about them versus um, Kevin Samuels in the conversation of usefulness. Mm. Them, the show, mm-hmm. versus Camuels, Kevin Samuels in the case for usefulness. One of those things is useful. You already know what it is. Fuck that nigga, Kevin nah. Samuels. Ain't no, ain't no motherfucking suspense on that shit. Um, the Paul Robeson, excuse me, the Paul Robeson Negro of the week. Award winner. Whew. <laughs> and then lastly, uh, I wanna I wanna uh, review the conversation that we were having in the stories uh yesterday about uh Telfar. Is that how you say that name? Yeah. Telfar is designing the new White Castle uniform, and with that uniform comes the do-rag. I wanted to, I had a bunch of results. In the DMs and the questions yesterday, I want to review some of those results with the lady of the house. She hasn't had a chance to review those things because I haven't shown her, so we can have this conversation. Have that conversation, and that'll be today's conversation. First off, I know today is the I know today is the anniversary and everybody excited, but I have not seen enough good morning ladies of the houses in the chat. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Make sure we say good morning to the lady of the house. All right.
1: It seems like they're fucking with the, the pre rolls.
0: Or... They fucking with the pre rolls? Or, or a word? Are right. hand rolled pre rolls a thing? I don't know. Do you want my mouth on your blunt? That's the only thing. <laughs> <You> know,
1: <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only thing. We in a whole panini, so. Right. We in a... What's
0: up? We in a what now? <laughs> we in a
1: panini. <laughs> right.
0: We in a pressed panini right now. You're right. absolutely right. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Cubano, if you will. Mm. I know you saw, I know you something about the Cubans. Yeah. All right, Lady House. What you want to talk about first? What do you got I got braids, waves, and a Eurocentric gaze. That's a little
1: little thick. Maybe we should start with them.
0: Start with them? Yeah. Okay, I think this is actually a good conversation. So, we watched, well, I say we very lightly, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, in our household was watched. um, Cane juice. Cane juice or something. No spit. Like, I just, how
1: do I do that? Like, with a brush? Like, yeah. Brush uh, it. Cane juice. Like, cane sugar
0: with, like, water? Is that... Can you sugar and water? Sure. Mm. <laughs> sure. So we watched um, we watched Lena Waith's and Little Marvin's <sighs> Amazon Prime series called Them. And I told y'all last week I had up I already had an attitude with them. I feel like they stole the sequel title to us. Yeah. Damn. What's us 2 going to be called now? Us again, right? <laughs> <laughs> we we get the fuck out of here. It was supposed to be us and then them. We knew what it was, but anyway, little Marvin and Lena Waithe, uh jumped on. Good morning. What's up, naughty? Good morning. Good morning. Um, we watched. It was watched in our home. The the them episode, the them series. Now, I only watched. Would, would you say like a total of two and a half episodes? Yeah. Maybe two. And it's what eight, ten? Ten. Oh lord. <sighs> You a strong lady. Um, I only watched two and a half episodes. The lady the house watched the full 10. So while I'm preparing the blunt for this morning's anniversary. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. We'll <laughs> <laughs> oh. <coughs> blame that on the cold, y'all. We're blaming that on the pollen. Ba- Matter of fact, can you pass my allergy medicine? I'm ready tabs. We should be sponsored by Claritin. Um, while I'm rolling the blunt and taking my allergy medicine, I'm going to allow, not allow, I'm going to yield the floor to the lady of the house. So see, it's that Kevin Samuel shit. I'm going to yield the floor to the lady of the house so she can give us a, uh, a review of them. Lady of the house, if you will. First off. Do you want to switch spots?
1: No, (laughs) I got my scarf. (laughs) Okay. okay,
0: For sure. For sure. First off, um, it's
1: a very triggering show. So if you don't want to be triggered by, you know, whiteness, microaggressions, um, let's just call them macroaggressions. Macro,
0: (laughs) micro, (laughs) micro and macro. Right, 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 (laughs) right.
1: Um, you know, What's up,
0: Maps? Good morning, man.
1: Burning of lawns, you know, all that shit. Don't don't watch it. But no, you
0: might as well spoil. You might as well spoil the most Trump traumatic part. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Little Marvin and lean Away. Go ahead and spoil <laughs> the most traumatic part.
1: All the um, what do you call them? The the dolls. What do you call them?
0: Uh, you talking about the uh? That was the most traumatic part.
1: Oh damn! I don't know what the most traumatic part. You was. don't? Well, well, oh, oh shit. Of course. Of course. <laughs> 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 so much happened. Um, I don't want to go into details but there's there's some now, assault. there's assault that happens <laughs> i'll tell you um, <laughs> i'll
0: tell you it's in strange. the middle of the show in the middle of the show almost well not out of nowhere because they were teasing this since the first since the first situation in the middle of the show we see that the mother of the of the family gets raped and her, her baby is murdered in front of them while the father takes the two daughters to the movies
1: you had to say all that. Yes, know? I did. This is have... that, that. Okay. Okay. I, I'm the hard one here. No, I'm just saying you had to say she got raped. Like <laughs> that's triggering. Because then she got sexually assaulted. But
0: no, that's not enough. Sexually assaulted might feel like somebody came in the house and pat on the ass. No, that's not. <laughs> that's not what happened in this situation. That is not what happened in this situation. It's not. All right, but, but go ahead. Continue with yes. your review. I'm supposed to be hushing. Um.
1: I will say there were parallels. We were talking about this a little bit. There were parallels to a Lovecraft Country. Only in the way that, I guess, the enemies were whiteness. So, mm-hmm. like, the main white woman, she was cast as an early villain in the show. Um, the the husband of the pregnant lady, he was also a main villain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, I guess we could call it justice. I don't know. But, you know, the the white lady got hers, so...
0: We'll see. She, that. Got, shot, she oh, yeah. got shot in the back. Wow, yeah, white man. Yeah, she got shot in the back. Um, so your overall, what's your overall uh, grade for them? And I have another. I have a follow up question following that. If you had to put it on the scale, if you had to give it an a, a essay grade. Oh, essay grade. An Essay grade out of one hundred in school, eleventh oh. grade. It counts. goddammit. it. Oh, out of one hundred, I was yeah. thinking
1: at it like ABCDF. Okay, one hundred. Um, I'll give it like a. 64.
0: So it's passing.
1: Is it passing? <laughs> it was a little, it was a little ridiculous at times. I will say that.
0: I'll say this in the, in the two and a half episodes that I watched, the one thing, and I keep seeing the same sentiment repeated on, uh, on the social media sites. The one thing that the show really had going for it was it was shot beautifully.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. It truly was shot beautifully. It was uh it was wonderful cinematography. Black folks really know how to capture black folks skin especially it was a whole dark skin family too mm-hmm. you don't see that very often you don't see a whole dark skin family right it's
1: always like one you know but yeah
0: okay mm-hmm. okay let me ask you this follow up question now good morning what's okay. up cuz
1: huh I do want to say to your point I think that's why I liked it because of the cinematography and yeah. like you know the shots and okay. the family like that's that's what was the redeeming quality of it okay. for me
0: let me ask let me ask this question right here okay it's not a trick question I really just want to know your true feelings as we we've talked about this before when we're, cre- we're coming up with new blueprints right mm-hmm. as we are evolving the way that we tell our stories trying to evolve them away from trauma right which is fair and unfair because mm-hmm. i feel like trauma is needed to remind you right <clears throat> um even to re-energize you from time to time unfortunately yeah but till we come up with some something better that's the thing we have right now let me ask you this though do you for good morning monty good morning uh, and Erica St. Louis. What Good a morning. great name. It is. <laughs> in, in, huh? And in, uh, in. Uh, that's my man's... Uh, uh, Not Ken Brown. That's not his name. That's not his name. We used to work to... Uh, I used to be an intern over at his spot over in Southwest at Buzzard Point. <clears throat> He's got a whole fourth quarter collective. I cannot think of my man's name right now. <clears throat> I'm sorry, brother. Go I know you, me. but I, I forgot your name. Anyway, um... Not anyway, because it's important. I know your name. Drop your name, brother. I apologize. Um, D Brown. Goddamn, (laughs) not Ken Brown. D Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Ken Brown is my daddy. (laughs) My bad. Um, um,
1: You were saying that it's important that these stories. It's important
0: that these stories happen, right? Let me ask you this: Do you think that them is useful?
1: Mm. I low key feel like it might be more detrimental than useful.
0: Break that down. Break that down. Because I have a, I have because you know we already already told you what the parallel is going to be. I want to parallel the usefulness of this trauma versus the usefulness of Kevin Samuel's trauma.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> so when I when I say, do you think this is useful? There, is there any any redeeming quality about this show? Even in the way that it's depicted, even if we have dark-skinned families and representations, even if it expands the horror genre, even if it allows us to tell stories about racism through a different lens. Although, just a quick pause. Mm-hmm. Hold on to that question. The weird thing that I found about the whole show, this is my quick review, I didn't find that it was adapted or based on anything.
1: Okay.
0: Now, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like Lil' Marvin and the writing crew just made this shit up. I mean,
1: I feel like it's, of course, based in historical events, not necessarily like this is based on a true story or this happened to a family or, you know, but I feel like things like that were common in the fifties. I don't. Or not. Maybe. <laughs> I
0: actually don't know. I don't know if that's true. True. So then that's what I'm saying. So like if, uh, if they just making this shit up, what did they make up? Why did you go there anyway usefulness though we see that uh uh um uh Nadia says that there is no usefulness for the show but is compton cursed is that a thing yeah like I really want to know yeah like what's up we'll have to look into that we have to we' gonna have to, gonna have to yeah. do some research if any wake and Bake with Bemo night is willing to not exit the show but do some research let me know um. Nadia says, I watched it to the end because I was hoping to understand where we were going and why, but the end didn't give me that. It was just traumatic and then it ended.
1: Right. Like, I'm <laughs> glad that they all survived, but
0: <laughs> it was traumatic and then it just said, all yeah. right, well, we done. And they just,
1: yeah, just standing there like, all right.
0: <laughs> mm. Okay, so I don't think you're giving me an answer. What's up? Is the show useful?
1: Oh, yeah, I said it's more detrimental than useful.
0: it has some usefulness to it though
1: yeah Um, I feel it's useful in the sense that we get to see a black family as like the main cast they're uh, I, I look you feel like they had the power in this, in a sense not no no not like <laughs> of course you know. I just look mean like lot,
0: look at Nadia's last question but did they survive true <clears throat> we don't know <clears throat> Probably not. Oh, no. On the other half of this conversation is I have decided at uh, Lady of the House, you let me know if um, we're talking about them, Erica St. Louis. Um, But I have decided, <clears throat> and Lady of the House, you let me know if I'm taking it too far. I have decided to make Kevin Samuels my personal nemesis. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
0: I said this uh D. Brown says just seeing a um black family on screen isn't enough. <clears throat> I love to hear that. Let me get let me get to that for let me get to that in a second. Cause it's gonna remind me of the Kevin Samuel situation. Just seeing a black man on the screen ain't enough. I have decided to make Kevin Samuels my personal nemesis. I believe this individual should not exist. I'm not saying somebody should murder him, because I think, you know. That's a bit extreme. And then that would also bring... See, what happens is, if I were to go whoop Kevin Samuels' ass right now, like put hands on him, what would happen? What would happen later in the house?
1: Probably, they would probably come after you, his uh, supporters. (laughs) Because he has people that...
0: I fear even worse. I fear if I went to go put hands on Kevin Samuels right now, somehow people would feel sorry for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah yeah. 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 I would be galvanizing the attention towards um towards the situation. Uh Danny says but the wife was also awesome in the show yeah. in them. She was. She was yeah, whooping ass. She mm-hmm. was whooping ass. Although it was giving me strong black woman tropes, you know what I mean? True. It was giving me I'm going to put my whole family on my back and I got us in the situation. Which is, you know, a romantic thought. I appreciate the thought, but should we really be asking that much of black women these days? I mean, come on.
1: Damn, and then when you compare that to the way that the father was kind of helpless at a point, you know. <laughs> Damn.
0: <clears throat> right. Uh back to Kevin Samuels' old bitch ass. Kevin mm-hmm. Samuels, comma, OBA. Uh, I believe, I believe this man to be a misogynist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I see that he was on the Joe Budden podcast and a lot of niggas, surprisingly, a lot of niggas was really supportive of Kevin Samuels. Or, even worse, if you have an opinion that agrees with him, at least I know where to put it. You're a misogynist. Yeah. If you agree with Kevin Samuels, you're a misogynist. It's really that simple. Mm-hmm. What then bothers me is the idea that niggas feel like they can be neutral about the situation.
1: Mhm. But neutrality is just...
0: Neutrality is whiteness. right? We don't get that, though. Niggas don't understand that, though. Neutrality, objectivity, these are lies told to you to keep you in line with whatever system is in place. Mm -hmm. So when niggas say, oh, he's saying some shit, I'm just trying to be objective about it, I don't need you to be objective about about it. I need you to be subjective about it. I need you to be on the side of black women. At all times. Not a, am I surprised or has a lot of male, male supporters? No, I'm not surprised at the supporters. The per, the people I'm surprised at are the neutrons. The niggas who are just adding weight to this nigga but not really adding a charge to this nigga. What I don't understand is how this nigga could exist, spew the disinformation that he gets, and then niggas talking about he's making good points. Even broken clocks would be right twice a day. Nigga, why are you looking at broken clocks for the right information? <laughs> In the same breath that like seeing black people on screen isn't enough. Hearing a misogynist man tell misogynist truths from his truth is not enough.
1: Right.
0: It's not enough. And I see I had a conversation with a couple niggas, and uh uh the thing that broke the thing that breaks my heart is niggas will really tell me to my face, oh, his his perspective has to exist. If everybody gets to talk, he gets to talk. No, nigga. <laughs> Misogynists, misogynists do not get to speak.
1: We already see what happened with somebody like Trump.
0: Right. (laughs) This nigga Kevin Samuel said basically everything but I'm grabbing them by the pussies. And y'all fucking with that shit? Oh, here's the thing that got me. Here's the thing that got me. And I said I was gonna dedicate 10 minutes of my day. To to argue with Kevin Samuel's fans because I feel like it's necessary, uh, <laughs> I really do. I feel like it's necessary. I feel like this is the work that needs to be done in public, tearing that shit down in public.
1: You're doing the Lord's work, huh? You doing? Well, the I Lord's tell you, work. it's hard
0: though. <laughs> um, here's the thing that gets me. Here's the here's here's the Kevin Samuel talking point that really blows my mind. Here's the talking point of misogyny that I don't think niggas is really uh, really. Uh, uh, Kevin Samuels as an ideal of being is the as an ideal of being is the sequel to them. Horrific. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, Q. Um, uh, here's a talking point that Kevin Samuels was saying on the Joe Button podcast and what he usually says in real life that I just find to be very misogynistic but I don't think niggas really understand it to be so. Mm-hmm. Right? And I want to ask you this question. Let's, let's, let's just see if I'm wrong in real time. Right? When it comes to the relationship, do you believe that there... Do you believe in order for our relationship to be successful, that we have to have a power dynamic?
1: <laughs> power dynamic?
0: Yeah. Do you believe that, like, these niggas are, are casing it in the quality of leadership? They're saying that women are looking for leaders so that they can be led. No. But I'm understanding that in the sense of, like, these niggas are saying they really want... Uh, a power dynamic within their relationship in which they lead their woman, right? Okay. (laughs) Right? I had an, oh, you remember the tweet I showed you the other day. I had another, I had a nigga really jump Mm -hmm. on my Twitter and tell me women want the patriarchy. Yeah. They won't say it. (laughs) They won't admit it, but that's what they want. That doesn't
1: even make sense.
0: (laughs) Right. That don't make no sense. That don't make no sense the current talking point right now that these misogynists are leaning on is they believe that in order for a relationship to be successful, in order for black women to return back to the black man, which is problematic within itself, because they left us. Right? <laughs> Not that we were shitty, but whatever. Right. Uh, in order for the black woman to return back to the black man, there must men must step up and be the leaders of the relationship, put their foot down, tell a woman what it is, be the bread woman, et cetera, et cetera. My problem with that is not that it's not that it's not the idea that men should be the followers in a relationship. The idea with that man to me is the idea that there should be a power dynamic within a relationship. Right. And in a couple of these situations, I was telling these dudes, I was like, uh, they was like, oh, you're going to let your woman lead you? And I was like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, if she's better at me than something, if she has more expertise to me in something, then I am going to follow her wisdom. Imagine being so intimidated by women. Imagine being so intimidated by women that the thought of their wisdom makes you feel inferior. Right. Nigga, if you don't love yourself.
1: Right. What's your (laughs) self-worth? Wow. Talk about insecurity.
0: Trucks is right. I feel there's a considerable level of insecurity in the idea that there needs to be a power dynamic. Exactly. <sighs> the patriarchy has has created this power dynamic to give men usefulness. When we really ain't doing shit within that system. I'm not saying my wicked big blue nice y'all not doing shit. Unless y'all not doing shit. Unless y'all saying, damn, this nigga mo tripping right now. If you really saying this nigga BMO tripping right now in regards to Kevin Samuels... Meet me in my DMs. (laughs) Meet me in my DMs. I'll give you two quick notes. I'm not going back and forth all goddamn day, okay? Here's the other thing I noticed about the Kevin Samuels niggas, right? What they wanna, what they'll try to do, call Kevin Samuels a misogynist, you give him a point or two. What they wanna do, they wanna argue with you. Because through the argument, they find some type of legitimacy in the protecting of their perspective. Mm -hmm. I ain't trying to argue with you. I ain't trying to persuade you. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you, Kevin Samuels is a misogynist.
1: Right.
0: If you could do all the verbal gymnastics, all the mental gymnastics, all the ethic gymnastics to defend Kevin Samuels, then you got two options, either accept that you're a misogynist or do the work to see if my claim is correct.
1: Right.
0: And once you find it's correct, I don't need no adulation. I don't need no, I don't need no cash apps. I don't need nothing. I just need you to go back into your community with the women that you're around and be better. That's all. That's all. We got some comments here. Uh, sometimes it's just better for the woman to lead and we should be in full support. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning. Uh, Sav says so inferior that you make a poor decision in setting your woman lead. That's ridiculous. Power dynamics are always at play in every relationship. The problem is when the power is used to abuse. That's interesting. That's an interesting yeah. perspective. I agree. Interesting perspective. I think it's I think it's ridiculous to assume power, to assume uh, domain over someone strictly because of your gender. I think that's dangerous. Yeah. I think that's just as dangerous as racism. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You assume that you have power because you have a biological something that's different than somebody else. You realize that that power dynamic, that power dynamic of who's better, was created by the people who felt inferior.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Mm. Q asks Erica St. Louis does power ultimately corrupt regardless of its bearer Mm. I love to see that Mm. conversation and go back and forth Q versus Erica Q Erica could be your co-host I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm having a conversation that nobody else is having conversation. Anyway, let's let's move on to who way with be mo. I need y'all to slide into each other's DMs possibly with me and them so that we can figure out how to make the show between Q and Erica Alexander happen because Q is in pre-production and Erica Alexander is looking Erica to get Saint into er, what I'm saying.
1: Erica Alexander. Who's
0: Erica Alexander? Oh, that's Maxine Shaw yeah. Attorney Log. I'm sorry. Erica St. Louis is looking to get into the podcasting game as well. Yeah. Let's make that happen. Let's make that happen. Erica Alexander. My bad, y'all. So let me ask you this. In the case of them versus Kevin Samuels, who do you find to be more useful?
1: (laughs) Damn, I guess them.
0: (laughs) That's all I wanted to hear. That's all I wanted to be. That's all I wanted to hear.
1: There is no use for Kevin Samuels.
0: (laughs) There is no use. No use.
1: Because ultimately, isn't he just repeating the tropes that
0: have been like Try to be washed away, right. as we as we are on the precipice of a new nigga. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're running away from. Right, right. get his ass, get his ass the, the fuck here. up out of here. What we got next on? <laughs> who can be we be more. I just of Paris. He was like, "You are done. You are done. <laughs> you will never see the campus. You'll never be on the grounds." <laughs> Howard's finest get the fuck out of here <laughs> Kevin Samuel. I do it is I, although I'm going to be cutting these clips and when we move on to the new platform on the Wake and Bake with BMO platform you're going to see there's going to be a daily repetition of the, just a reminder of, fuck this thing of Kevin Samuel, for real uh. until I can see him one on one until I can debate his bitch ass face to face that nigga got to go that nigga got to go that nigga he got to go he got to go he got to go this nigga is the Lex Luthor, of toxic niggas. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga is the Joker. <laughs> this nigga is the worst. You did say he was your arch nemesis. He's my arch nemesis. He's my arch nemesis. I'm Spider-Man and he the Green Goblin. <laughs> okay. okay.
1: Doc Ock. <laughs> huh?
0: He Doc Ock. Yeah, he Doc Ock like shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but let's talk about um
1: what whatever. This next topic. If What you want to talk about? Oh. What, what
0: do you want to talk about? What you, talk, what, you talking you about You said, ooh, I want to talk, yeah. Okay. <sighs> All right, Dr. Kyle. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> um maybe we are so concerned with leadership, we have abdicated our responsibility to stewardship of each other for the purpose of mutually assured care and growth. That's the lane that I'm standing on right now. Mm. I don't I don't I don't really believe this I don't want them to be a power power dynamic between the lady in the house and I. I wanted to be a partnership. 50/50 or 51/49, Because I would prefer 51 for her. That's another conversation. Um anyway, are we'll about to move on what we are we going to talk about. Oh, right now, what's up Michael? Welcome to uh uh and make we be mo anniversary. Yeah. Make sure we saying good morning to the lady of the house. Uh Yeah, 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 yeah. That's going to be good. That's going to be a good show. That's going to be a good show. That's going to be a good show. Anyway, um, next thing I want to talk about is Waves, Braids, and the Eurocentric Gaze. A couple weeks ago, I can't even remember. Twitter um, Twitter is just that dynamic to me. I can't even remember where I saw it. But somebody raised the question if... Somebody raised a question, if black folks are attractive, or are we following under the Eurocentric gaze of attraction? Someone asked, oh. are black folks attractive, or are we falling under the Eurocentric gaze of what is called attraction? Uh. <laughs> now, this is a black person asked this this okay. is a black person that says, and the reason i found it to be yes today is Anna. do 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 you know what today is it's our anniversary come and smoke a blunt with me do 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 do, do. i could sing that baseline all day anyway um Someone asked a question on Twitter, if black people are attractive or are we following the rules of attraction of the Eurocentric gaze? And because I have no problem being wrong, um, uh, because I have no problem being wrong, I want to explore this thought. Okay. <laughs> and, and to explore this thought, we need to define what black is for a second. In the black that I'm talking about, I'm talking about descendants of slavery right specifically descendants of slavery are the descendants of slavery attractive or are we falling under the eurocentric gaze of what attraction is and the reason why that question has always kind of lingered in my mind since i was a very young kid okay because there is a difference between how african people look and how black people look
1: right
0: there is a difference now look if you white I don't expect you to go out here and make this talking point. This is a very nuanced talking point that happens at the point of liberation, mm-hmm. not in the point of oppression. So if you white and you're trying to make this point, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You're going down a dangerous path. Okay. Okay. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there, Q. I'm getting there. Attraction. Attractive attraction. Your Eurocentric beauty standards. I'm getting there. The reason why I say that, even as a kid, I always recognized that African people look different than me. Both in stereotype in media and also in real life, I walk in. I meet a Nigerian dude in real life. We could be the same age, same occupation. We look different. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't explain what that difference is, other than the Americanness in me. Okay. Right. I'll even if I, if we want to go real deep, skin tone just a little bit different. Got a little more yellow in me. You got a little more green in you hair texture just a little different you know what i'm saying i treated my hair differently when i was young you treated your hair differently when you was young i'm talking about men at this point i'm talking about the difference between men and between women I'm just saying there's a there is a difference between how we look and so when someone asked this question are black people descendants of slavery are we attractive or are we falling under the eurocentric gaze of attraction not saying that I agree or disagree or even have an answer to that question, but it did spark a process of thinking. Okay. And we've had this conversation before, and I feel like the whole point of Wake Up Babe would I could, If I could define the show on principle 365 days after we first started, I would say that one of the main principles of this show is to destroy the whiteness within us talk it out, work it out, find solutions for how we can escape this colonized mind that we have. Right, I'd say that's like principle one or principle two of the entire show. So as we continue to have that conversation and we're talking about physical attraction, the question the question of does the Eurocentric gaze affect our view of attraction, the answer is already there. The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Of course it has. Of course it has. Why, why, how could it not? How could it not? In the history of America, 1619 and beyond, black folks have been trying to survive. And in part of surviving, we know what chameleons do. You must adapt or adopt, depending on how strong your mind is, adapt or adopt to your situation. In that adapting and adopt and in that adaptation or adoption of your surrounding, you must wear the costume of your surrounding. So the question of are black people attractive or are we under the Eurocentric gaze may seem like are you calling me ugly? It's more about the relationship between you and the uniform that you had to put on to be safe. And in this era of uh, you know, I've I have, uh, you know, I quit uh, code switching four years ago, right? In this era of liberation, in this era of 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 trying to get to justice and equity, my question is: in this particular situation, my question is: in what ways do we need to break away from the Eurocentric gaze? Now, what's the Eurocentric gaze? Now, of course, okay, right. I don't. I don't know how to say this simply, but like how white folks look, (laughs) how black people look, (laughs) from a very historic and traditional uh, uh, standard. Um. So the reason the reason I bring this up, and I'm gonna get to y'all comments in a second. I seen two things. I seen two things, and these two things reminded me of the things that we need to break away from in order to get away from this this uh, this Eurocentric gaze, this costume that we've had to put on. Yeah. Examples of the costume go from conks to perms. right? We've had the conversation. We had the conversation when we were talking about Jessica Brown. Conks, perms, and superglues the things that black people do to keep themselves safe. Mm-hmm. right? Um, two things that I saw. The first thing that I saw, I saw this tweet. I don't know if y'all saw this tweet, but I saw this tweet. I didn't put the young lady's name on the tweet because I felt like that had been disrespectful. But I saw this tweet in a, a following thread Regarding braids versus bundles, Lady House, if you don't mind, can you can you read the uh, can you read the tweet for me? It's a little far away. Oh, it's on the screen now. Talking about braids,
1: I feel you. That's a summer hairstyle for me. That's cute, but bundles is definitely my birthday hair because I'm trying to be extra pretty, grown and classy looking.
0: I want to show you a video now. Just to do, this my man's right here. So I was, I don't know how these things ended up on your on your YouTube um, algorithms, mm-hmm. but I want to show you a video. Of this young man right here, just uh, submitting without comment for now.
1: I gotta tame this thing real quick. Let's let's uh let's do the washing style real quick.
0: My man is brushing down his fro to get waves. Not cutting it. Because he said he needed to be tamed. Okay. Enjoy this so right now, I'm about to put some product in my hair. Uh, put some seasick pomade. Matter of fact, I got it right here. I need some heavy duty pomade, all right, to lay my hair
1: down and just get the you. waving uh, process I'm going. So what I'm going to be doing on, right now,
0: Those two things might be the most vile pieces of self-hate I've seen in 2021. Mm. Let me read some comments because I got a lot of thoughts, but let me just read some comments. Scroll up, sweet thing. Uh, congratulations on the show. Appreciate you. Uh, Natalie says she fine as hell. Yeah, I agree. Uh, maybe also defined attractive and attraction. Okay. The Euro- what does the Eurocentric gaze of attraction mean? Think that's how white folks look? Is the costume that we put on in order for us to feel safe? If you think about the history of—I mean, we're talking about hair now, but if you're talking about the history of black hair, the history of black hair and the manicuring of that black hair and a way to look neat, organized, styled, so that you can be safe within the society, unquestioned, unbothered, et cetera, et cetera. You know who really know about this?
1: Mm. Black women. Oh yeah.
0: Black women. <laughs> ask a black woman about ask a black woman about why she's hesitant to change her hairstyle at work. Um uh, Natalie says also is her African man. Oh, okay. For sure. Uh, Rochelle says, when you consider that black Americans are an entire brand culture created in relative uh, modern culture, I would imagine that is a bit of both. We have defined uh, within this white world. What is our own? Izzy agrees. What's up, Iz? Good morning. Standards of beauty. Mm. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> Lauren was rolling her eyes at the young lady with the braids. Uh <laughs> uh D Brown says, nigga, use a brush. Uh and then Lauren says it is hate My father always told me he loved my hair all the time, especially when I had perm brains, extensions, etc. So mm. had he not used the word tame in that video, would you still feel <laughs> the same way? Oh, what I deleted. I actually, I cut that video this morning. What I deleted was a whole two minute and forty five minute sketch of him. True. He was actually playing himself in three different persons, mm-hmm. and all three different all three of different persons was telling him how whack his hair was. Right. In three different perspectives, one dude was like, "Oh, you need to get back to ways." One dude was saying, "Oh, you crusty." Another dude was saying, "Oh, you dirty." Mm-hmm. But imagine it was all three of the same dude. That same dude you saw in the video talking to himself within that circle. Yeah. So I I left the tame in there because it was just close to the video. But man, let me show you the, if I show you that whole uh, if I show you that whole video, man, the self hate in that video is incredible. It's sad. What at one point in the video, even like the video uh, the video thumbnail looks like he's getting a conk in his hair, and I'm like, what in the 1920s is happening here? <laughs> You gotta have wavy hair. Why? Why? I don't have a solution for this one. Oh, what's up? I don't
1: know.
0: Oh, my froze. You talking
1: too real? I guess I'm talking too
0: real. I mean, you know, Instagram don't give a damn about no motherfucking um black beauty standards. What? They don't care. <laughs> I think they just trying to slow me down on my on my anniversary show. Do Y'all let me know if y'all can still hear and see me though. I don't know. I don't know what's happening right now. Uh, but I something's gotta happen. I don't know. It's a it's a tough conversation because Rochelle says, Rochelle brings up this dual consciousness. I don't know if she did that intentionally, but there is this dual consciousness. There is a fact that. The black mind and the African mind, we are at a dog at war within ourselves. Two consciousnesses are happening within the same thing. So that affects how we view ourselves as attractive, what we view as attractive. Um, and I'm very careful, I'm very careful to judge and say what's good or bad, your natural hair or et cetera, because we're all negotiating that relationship. Right. For my man's wedding, I'm going to get a fade. I'm going to get a lineup. I'm going to get my hair twisted. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to show my face and look a little more clean cut, as you say. Is that my preferred stance? Not necessarily. But it's the costume I got to put on to be in the space. Is that a judgment of the space? No, not necessarily. I'm not judging the space. Not judging the space at all. Um, Oh, we got some more coming. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Oh, oh! Let me get to you. I'm just getting out your comments right now. Um, uh, okay. As you know, one of my statements I'm trying to put on a t-shirt immediately. I respect everything that come out that bonnet, which is ironic because <laughs> <laughs> I don't like bonnets. But yeah, you get the sentiment. Um, do you understand why I don't like bonnets? No, I was
1: about to ask you why don't you like bonnets?
0: They remind me of my mother.
1: Okay. It's it's protective device like it's literally to protect your hair
0: no I get you
1: yeah I,
0: I, I understand what you're saying I
1: understand what you're saying right
0: but what I'm saying is like uh you can wear a bonnet but like know that when you put that bonnet on like in my mind you just basically Rennell so like I don't know what else could happen at this point <laughs> I don't know what else could go on maybe it's something I gotta get over but maybe not Rochelle says, however, as we all know, actually loving your blackness within the white supremacist world is a personal journey and an active revolution. Exactly. Uh, I think we're in a cultural moment when loving blackness is cool. Mm-hmm. That being said, black culture, which is essentially American pop culture because we're cool, is largely led by youth. All popular culture is, is largely created and led by youth, particularly black youth. It is unfair for us to uh, consider our overall perspective of our blackness based on with, based on what these based based on these blessed young folks interesting okay Uh, uh, D Brown goes on to say colorism is real and then Rochelle says we know that our brains are still developing (coughs) until the age of 25 you know what happened
1: he said it's real here and in Africa that's true
0: really
1: I know that like skin bleaching is a thing yeah
0: oh wow okay we got any more comments Uh, Y'all gonna get this hair as it grows out of my head. I'm wearing what the fuck I want. There's a lot of creativity when we play when we do our hair. What's up, C? Good morning. Um, Good morning. uh, IG comment limits won't actually let me get my point across. (laughs) That's right. So when you come to the live and I pass you the mic, be ready. I gotta be ready, okay? I be thirsty. I see. Y'all... Um, as we continue to debate, oh, what what's the time right now? Is it fifty? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, couple things. Love the conversation about hair. We can definitely keep it going. The Eurocentric gaze is real, or we are constantly negotiating uh, a, a dogged war between what, unfortunately, has created us—the culture that we have created to survive that—and then how we liberate ourselves. Um, how we liberate ourselves from that while still remaining ourselves. It's an interesting conversation, right? Uh, but you know, I just I guess the whole point of this conversation is just to in, I, I, I'm i encouraging you to investigate. This is not a I'm not trying to persuade nobody. I'm not here to convince. Just want you to question. Just want you to think about it. That makes sense? Hmm. How are you separating yourself from whiteness today? <laughs> hmm. Maybe I'll comb my hair in irony. (laughs) All right. Um, What's up, Stan? Good morning, man. Uh, Okay.
1: Good morning.
0: Oh, oh, let's do this. Let's do this. So yesterday I asked a question in my DMs. Not yesterday, in my DMs. In my story yesterday. Did did you check my story yesterday, Mm Perchance? Okay, cool. Perfect. So I don't know if you saw, but... Telfar is I'm going to show you right here on, on the side right here Telfar is got, has do-rags with their uniforms what they, Telfar has been commissioned to do do-rags for White Castle's uniform mm-hmm. right? Telfar, Telfar is black owned, yeah. apparently there's a lot of black employees at, <laughs> at White Castle So how, What are your feelings about that? What are your thoughts? Are you? Is this? Uh, are you overjoyed? Are you indifferent? Indifference is not allowed, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> are you happy? Sad? What are your thoughts?
1: I'm confused.
0: Why are you confused?
1: A couple of things. Um, why would they? I guess is this a partnership? Like why would they do this? Like why is this necessary? I'm sure all the employees aren't black. So why is this a part of the uniform? I I, like, I don't know. It's just a little.
0: Okay. What if I told you that the do rag was a replacement of the hairnet?
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Are they doing something now? The lady of <laughs> the house face space has changed from has changed from slightly disrespected to, you know what?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I really don't know how I feel about like white people in these do rags though. Like Okay,
0: read some of these comments as they go by. You can read them out loud.
1: Uh, oh, wait, can I
0: you, wait, Yeah, yeah, go back wait. and you can hold. Right. We had some, so I put the I put the comments up in the story right now. I want the lady of the house to react to some of those out loud. What you got? <laughs>
1: as long as Telfar got the bag no pun i have no problem with it
0: you i did i didn't know that telfar was black owned yeah black owned luxury yeah
1: yeah
0: with the uh, <laughs> black owned luxury <laughs> well, yeah, 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 cuz like
1: their products are always sold out like they yeah
0: okay okay all right what's next um Mm, Luan Watson. Lou says, hey, and you having a baby too, Lou. Congratulations, man. Oh, congrats. I'll be in your DM soon. I told you, every nigga, every nigga I know having a baby and get married, I'm sliding your DMs and, <laughs> and congratulate you for doing one of the top five things a black man could do.
1: What? All right, good morning, <laughs> Uh,
0: Question is, will they let the do-rag tail fly? Mm. True, right. <laughs> uh, when Death of O.J. came out, I loved it. Then an elder reminded me that the largest consumer of rap is white people. What happens when they're at the concert screaming the lyrics? Mm-hmm. Mm. Is that the responsibility of the artist, though?
1: That's a good question.
0: Let's go back to the do-rags. Okay. I feel like shell like ti- like is tying it in. Yeah. What up, man? What up? <laughs> One of my former students is on here. He finally made it on time. Although, what time is it? <laughs> that's alright <laughs> that's alright we only got like eight minutes like five minutes of the show left but come on in brother come on in brother hey uh, uh, violence against women is, is is unacceptable what was my statement last week I feel like I said it better last week I think I just said that yeah. violence against women is unacceptable yeah. period anyway go ahead
1: uh, but why how much is too much and why is our culture always for sale hmm hmm Right,
0: but if it's if it's useful and practical, is it gentrification?
1: That is definitely gentrification.
0: Who did unless, a black? Go ahead. Uh,
1: uh, I was going to say unless White Castle was black owned, and like I'm just completely misinformed.
0: Right now we're talking about do rags at White Castle. Read the next. Read the next thought.
1: Okay. Uh, no. <laughs>
0: are you overjoyed no all right
1: (laughs) as long as a black person approved is credited i'm cool with it fast food is whack though
0: keep going there's a there's a there's a commodity q says it's commodification it's the commodification of our culture for the use of for the use of capitalism now does it make it now q are you offended Uh, uh, uh how do you feel that the fact that the the recipient of that is both white castle and black people is this, the, is this the point of capitalism that you could agree with? Hmm? My socialist brother? Huh? <laughs> Watch well, him say something smart and, and, <laughs> prove, and prove me wrong, but keep going. Oh, I started
1: clicking through. Okay. do go back? Okay.
0: You said, and fast food is whack. More on the, more on the fast food point, because there's, the, there's a comment that's coming up that I think is a really good point about fast food. Keep going on
1: giving tokenism? Why a do rag couldn't have just couldn't they have just uplifted the basic chef cap?
0: Right. Why did it have to be so? If um did a black person invent do rags? I I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. Uh. What was I about to say? Um. Would you just say? Oh, it's giving tokenism. Mm-hmm. Right. So the other question is, okay, if it is a useful thing, why couldn't you have just? Like, made the chef hat with silk in it. Right. Why'd it gotta be a do-rag? Right. Keep going.
1: Perplexed. Is it a safety alternative for hairnets or a fashion statement? I don't get this.
0: Both. I think it's both. Okay. Keep going.
1: If do-rags have always been in his collection, should he dumb down his designs in order to conform?
0: So that was that's another point. So as, as Telfar has already had these high-end do rags. What does that say about his product that now they're part of the uniform in White Castle? That's true. Did he, yeah, did he downgrade, or did they downgrade Mm -hmm. in order to get commercial success? Damn it, that's what Q gonna say. Mm -hmm. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Okay, keep going.
1: Um, That's some Chick-fil-A and Papa John type of hate and commodification.
0: Mm. That's what Q said, I think. Go ahead.
1: Okay. <clears throat> the most important voices to hear before anything is that of the artist know his why you gone respect the bad could care less with it being White Castle though
0: yeah it seems like not, people not really fucking with the, the White Castle part it seems like it's a, a downgrade go ahead uh, Izzy says just real quick if I walk into a white castle and a white man got a do rag on. <laughs> <right>. Just greasy. <laughs> just greasy before he even walked into work. Just slick. <laughs> <Ugh>. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> it's an upgrade from a hairnet.
0: I can see that. For the black employees, it's definitely an upgrade for a hairnet. Right. But then also like, what if I don't wear do rags? Keep going.
1: <laughs> they can make do rags but can't increase minimum wage to fifteen an hour.
0: That's the thing that got me though. <laughs> That's the thing that got me. So right. now we making, now we making a minimum wage job cool, mm-hmm. and culturally accessible to a particular piece of the culture.
1: Right?
0: Why is White Castle focused on us? Right. Why is a cheap fast food place focused Mm-mm. on us? Mm-mm. We know about food deserts. We know what fast food places are placed in the black neighborhood. We know how they're destructive to the black body. We know how they cause hypertension and high cholesterol. We know that's a direct result of the fucking uh, uh, wealth gap that's happening in America. We know that's a result of redlining. I bet you if I pulled up a redline map and a white castle map, I'd see a lot of motherfucking similarities. Mm -hmm. And they making motherfucking do-rags. And then they commission that shit from a black body. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> y'all, it's been a year. <laughs> it's been a year. We running out of time today. It's been a year. Mm-hmm. It is incredible to me. Well, how much time are y'all left? It
1: says an hour. Like It just changed. It just changed? So, yeah. Oh, maybe
0: we run out of time. Um, although I started the stream a little late. True. Um, it is incredible to me that we have been able to build this platform over a year. Something that completely has manifested and transformed over the last year I, I posted the first episode of wake and bake with bemo that I recorded the first ones that I did was actually around 420 but the first ones that I actually recorded and posted I think were like in May and you can just see the difference not only like in how we speak but in in our lifestyle the way that we've grown we got art on the wall now we sit on the couch like I don't I don't think you understand uh, uh the difference the fact that we would even uh, uh, able to invest in the camera and, and the HD cards and the lights and the and the time and the effort, the fact that we've been able to get jobs and opportunities and make sales and continue the conversation. As I was saying about the Kevin Samuels thing, the, the thing that the Kevin Samuel's niggas love to do, just niggas in general, the thing niggas love to do is be like, "Oh, since you disagree, do you have a solution? I don't hear you talking about it. Well, here it is. Right. I'm talking about it. I'm here. I don't see none of them niggas don't never show up though." I invite them every time but none of them niggas don't show up (laughs) But the Wake and Bake with BMO BMO Nice show up I appreciate y'all We will be transforming to the Wake and Bake with BMO Page on Instagram very soon I want to make it nice and pretty for you before I start Opening it up but you already heard it Anniversary show is coming up We're going to do that shit live I promise you it's going to be Outside it's going to be safe it's going to be corona friendly We're going to get you lit Uh, We're going to all be walking away on pterodactyls with the new blueprints to Black America when we finish with the Wake and Bake with Bemo Live. So I appreciate y'all a year. Most importantly, I appreciate the Lady of the House.
1: Thanks. I appreciate you.
0: I appreciate the Lady I really uh uh only because I have I I don't have the capacity to express it from an original standpoint. I had a show a long time ago called The Right Place with Bemo, in which uh the purpose of the show was to express thought and expand thought. The show wasn't successful even on my standards because it just sounded like a nigga talking to himself.
1: Mm.
0: You give me more than an audience. You give me challenging thoughts. You give me affirmations. You give me burning questions of the day. You give me purpose and a reason to be consistent. You're a great producer, and I appreciate you. And that's outside of being your man.
1: Oh, thanks. (laughs)
0: No problem. So... (laughs) Tomorrow has come. The blunt's already done. It's our anniversary. <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> I had to get it in there, you know what I'm saying? I had to squeal down. You feel me? <laughs> I lost all my cool points. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm Ooh, all right. That was funny. <clears> I'm all right. I love it, though. I love it, though. I love the raw and realness and authenticity <laughs> of Wake and bake, we be more? All right, y'all. I will see y'all on Thursday. Um... I was Lauren's comments. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to tell you about that. Okay. Uh, I'll see y'all on Thursday with more Wake and Bake with BMO. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. I should have played the chords today. I, <laughs> I should have played the chords today. Man. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, and we'll be moving on soon, growing to bigger audiences. Today, we hit a new high, 23 people. I saw it, 23 people in the, in the live. So let's keep it pushing. Let's keep it going. Although, popularity is not a marker of success. No. Popularity is not a marker of success. If I could say one thing, um, um, what? Go ahead. Uh, if I could say one thing about popularity, um, sometimes I look over the shoulders of people when they're doing their social media, right? Mm-hmm. Especially girls. I like to do this with girl. I look over the media. I look over the uh, 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 over the shoulder uh, a girl's social media, and I see when they flick up on their stories. Like within the first twenty minutes, like three hundred people have looked at that shit. Right? Okay. On a good day, this is just one metric. On a good day, ninety five people might look at my story. Damn. I see the likes that I get on a photo. On average, like 123, I have, I've been floating around 1400 followers for like a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I see other people's platforms and I see the shows and the products that they put on and I see that they, the thing, the things that they do to gain popularity to make them big. And then I go see these products and I'm like, mm. right. and then I look at my 1400 and I realize that I've built a whole career yeah. right. off of this very limited popularity. So popularity to me is not a marker of success. Mm -hmm. It's impact, engagement, quality of content. Consistency. Consistency. uh, That's been the secret sauce of Wake up Bake with BMO. It's not me. It's mostly you. No. (laughs) It's like in Doug, the main character, Doug, is the least important character. In How I Met Your Mother, Ted is the worst character. very few favorite people in in Mortal Kombat everybody's favorite character is not the main character which is Luke Kang. Everybody likes Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Luke Kang is make his main character. I don't give a fuck about him. <laughs> what? It's the consistency. That's the biggest thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Y'all amaze me though. The 13 people still here. Y'all amaze. I'm mm. I'm still amazed. I'm still amazed. I'm amazed (laughs) that people be sitting there, be really sitting there on with the IG open, just doing whatever the fuck they want, just doing shit on a Tuesday and Thursday. I'm humbled, although I don't believe in humility. Anyway, I'm let me go ahead and let you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm just, you know, I'm just as unsuccessful as the next content creator. But you know, just take. Take a little bit of advice if you can. A little bit of un- unsolicited advice from a man. I know, it's not, what, it's not what we want, but you know, I got a little something, something. Popularity is not a market of success. I'm telling you. Oh, one more thing. Hmm. Speaking of popularity, here's something I found out on a call at, 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 at the agency. What's up? Here's something I found out. Check this out. Did you know That social media rewards you for the ability to be duplicated. What? Social media rewards you for the ability to be duplicated. Think about it. Think about the most powerful engagement metrics on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. What's the most powerful thing that you can do? It's not like. Is it sharing? It's share, retweet, remix, send. Mm -hmm. These are the most powerful engagement pieces on social media. Therefore, it can be assumed that the thing that makes you popular on social media is the fact that you can be duplicated. Hmm. The fact that your work could mean very little to a lot of people. Right. Attractive, mean little, a lot of people. I see this when I'm scrolling through Instagram Reels. it. What'd it say?
1: DC for
0: 1890. Too bad, too bad. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I see this when I'm scrolling through Instagram Reels.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And whose reel was I looking at the other day? I was looking at Shelly Bell, actually. Shelly Bell has a very professional Instagram reel. It's got an intro. It's got a body. It's got a closing, all in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. I look at uh, who else did an Instagram reel? Oh, I'm looking at. Mike is a good example. Mike is doing this whole, uh, it seems like, uh, must, uh, uh, show about nothing, interviews about love, chopped it up into bits, putting it very professionally shot. Mm-hmm. Well lit, good camera work, mic'd up on, on Instagram, Instagram reels. Me. $500 camera, $200 card, $1,500 computer, couple of cords, two $300 mics, mixer, et cetera, et cetera, 30 seconds on the reel. The most popular shit I see is the trashest piece of content I've ever seen before. Of course. Everything that can be duplicated. Everything that can be duplicated. The trashest things I see, the thing that gets me the worst, I should have been gone, but the thing that gets me the worst is people at Instagram reels People just take the sound from another video and then mouth that, and then that shit gets like millions of views. Right. I don't know if people saw this. I don't. There's the Instagram reel of the white boy who's like with the song. I don't know what song it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it turns out that white boy has been stealing content from black creators. And peep this. That white boy is suing the black creators for libel. How? Saying that they can't prove X, Y, and Z. They dragging his name in the mud. It's a racist situation. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I repeat to you, popularity is not an indicator of success. At all. At all. Find your people. Engage with your people. Be consistent with your people. Let your people buy into you call them by name. Right. Alright y'all. So I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Thank you for watching. Awake and make it be more. Yeah. I'm not going to sing again, but <laughs> it took me a while to come down from that note that one time. <laughs> no, I think I'm just more dry. Good morning. Good morning.